0: Welcome to another edition of the Montana Values Podcast. The Cambridge Dictionary describes the word strategy this way, quote, a detailed plan for achieving success in situations such as war, politics, business, industry, or sport, or the skill of planning for such situations, end quote. The Montana GOP did not implement this definition and what has now been revealed as its failed strategy in getting a Green Party candidate on the ticket for the 2020 Montana Senate race. Let's join our host, Tammy Fisher, and talk all about it. Tammy, before we begin today, we welcome a brand new listener and donor to the show, all the way from Southeastern Connecticut. Thank you, Nance for sending in your very generous donation to this, the 15th episode of Montana Values Podcast. We are very grateful for your contribution and thank you for listening from the other side of the United States. Welcome aboard.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great. We're getting listeners from all over the place and they too are devoted to this project for for Montana and illuminating hypocrisy in politics. So I think it's awesome. Thanks, Nance. We appreciate the donation. So what we want to talk about today is some additional hypocrisy in Montana politics involving the Montana GOP's decision to try to get the Green Party on the ballot in Montana for 2020. And as you know, Montana Values is committed to revealing the dirty tricks going on in Montana politics. We're disappointed that the dirty tricks as of late seem to be coming solely from the Montana Republican Party. But because we committed to exposing dirty tricks, no matter the political party or the candidate who is involved, unfortunately, in this election cycle, that means condemning and exposing the antics of the Montana Republican Party leadership because they are making monumentally bad choices snubbing our Montana values and the Republican principles most Montanans live by.
0: Right. And the Montana GOP's election strategy has been flawed for a while now, but never has it been more apparent than this year. The only reason Republicans continue to be elected to statewide office is because the majority of Montanans favor the Republican platform, a platform based upon freedom, transparency, adherence to rule of law, free market principles, and personal autonomy. But don't confuse the Republican platform For the Montana GOP, the Montana GOP is working harder than ever to grasp defeat from the jaws of victory during this campaign season. And any vestiges of the grand old party are slipping away. Let us explain. We know the
1: Montana Republican Party has chosen to shun rule of law and endorse criminal candidates. That's why Mickey and I walked away from the Montana Party and decided to focus our efforts on promoting the Republican Party principles that are the Montana values we live by. So when we see the Montana State Party spurning Republican Party principles and the platform, we must call it out for the horseshit and hypocrisy that it is, especially when the state party's actions actively undermine the credibility of the best statewide Republican candidate for office, Steve Daines. Senator Daines doesn't deserve what the Montana Republican Party leadership has done to him. And the worst part is they actually think they're helping. Frankly, Daines would be better off with no Montana Republican Party leadership support because with friends like them, Who needs enemies? The Montana Republican Party has been on a fast track to demise for several years. Its strategists aren't particularly savvy and have tried to copycat the Democrat strategy from 2012 versus developing their own. So in 2012, after Denny Reberg narrowly lost to John Tester, largely due to the influence of a libertarian candidate in that Senate race, the Montana Republican Party seems to have taken a if you can't beat him, join him strategy. In the Reberg-Tester race, a Democrat-leaning political action committee decided in the last weeks of the race to fund ads supporting the libertarian candidate in an effort to divert votes from Denny Reberg. While distasteful, This was a legal strategy.
0: And if the Montana Republican Party simply copied that 2012 PAC funding of a third-party candidate to draw votes away from the Democrat candidate, that wouldn't be so bad. But the Montana Republican Party decided to go shades darker by deploying a strategy of lying by omission, usurping the autonomy of a political party, violating Montana campaign finance laws and relying on an incompetent secretary of state to sanctify its activities. And
1: when they were caught, instead of walking away from the strategy, the Montana Republican Party augured in, blaming everyone else, taking no responsibility, and continued to expend Republican donor dollars in their failed efforts. Here's the background. The Montana Republican Party leadership devised a strategy where it would hire signature gatherers to get enough signatures for the Green Party to be on the ballot. It said it did so to offer more choices to Montanans. That would be great, except that's horseshit. See, the Montana Republican leadership never bothered to tell the Green Party it wanted to help them get on the ballot. Instead, it decided to take the Green Party's autonomy as a political party and take it for its own. And that's the first offense to Montanans. You don't get to steal another person's or another political party's autonomy to manage its own affairs. You can bet that if the Republican Party wanted to stay out of a race between a Libertarian and a Democrat, and the Democrats went behind the Republican Party's back to get a Republican on the ballot, the Republican Party would screech like mashed cats. Because our political parties get to decide their own fate, thank you very much. They get to determine their own strategies, they get to determine whether they want to be in a race or not. And as Montanans who believe in the values of live and let live and personal autonomy, political party autonomy makes sense. I don't get to steal your name from you just because it could benefit me. That would be offensive. And to steal the Green Party's autonomy, to not even share with the Green Party your desire to help them gain recognition and place them on the ballot means your intent was nefarious. Your intent was to benefit yourself at the expense of another who wanted to be left alone and wasn't interested in engaging in the war between the Democrats and Republicans. And by not even informing the party whose autonomy you seek to steal of your plans... Packaging your intent in the bow of, quote, offering more choices just doesn't pass the smell test. When the Green Party found out that it had enough signatures to be on the ballot, it was hopping mad because the Green Party had in no way sought to be on the ballot this cycle. It knew nothing of the Montana Republican leadership efforts, and it didn't know who was behind the effort. Even as of the time that enough signatures had been obtained to qualify for the ballot, no one knew who was behind the effort. The Republican Party leadership did not, when the question arose, say, hey, 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 it was us. Nope, it wasn't transparent at all. Instead, they waited until two and a half weeks after the Green Party was certified for the ballot to reveal they were behind getting the Green Party on the ballot. That's the second violation of Montana values and Republican values. They weren't transparent, and transparency in politics and government is critically important to Montanans. It's so important that we have some of the strongest sunshine and public transparency laws in the nation. Once it was revealed that the Montana Republican Party leadership was behind the Green Party effort, both the Green Party and the Democrats cried foul, as they should have. But the Republican Party leadership, in its grand arrogance, believed in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary. They believed the secretary of state is competent and knows what he is doing and that the secretary of state's decision to certify would stand. But any dum-dum evaluating the strategy could see these gaping holes. (laughs) Yet Republican leadership persisted. And predictably, the Democrats worked with the Green Party to get those who signed up for the Green Party to be on the ballot to rescind their signatures because the signers had been undisputedly duped. Even enough of the signers did rescind, but Corey Stapleton, in his imminent wisdom as Secretary of State, refused the rescission in a very convoluted and legally inept manner. So, as the Republican Party expected, the Democrats sued and they won. So now, Montana Republican Party leadership excuses their behavior under the auspices that the court system is rigged against them, and if it weren't for the rigged judge, they would have prevailed. But if you look at the facts, folks, that's not true. In fact, the initial judge on the case was removed by the Republicans through the Secretary of State. So the original judge, Judge Seeley, had to go find another judge to take the case. She asked two other judges to take the case, and they declined. So she finally found Judge Reynolds. And here's why this is important. The Montana Republican Party tells us that the Democrats filed the case with a judge that was Democrat-friendly, but that didn't actually occur because the Republicans bumped the judge who the Democrats filed with and got a new one that the Democrats didn't pick. And Judge Reynolds' opinion, if you bother to read it, it's 50 pages long, reveals fatal flaws in the Republican strategy. The Republicans would like us to overlook those flaws and just hear rigged court activist judge when really it was the Republican Party's ill-timed, poorly vetted strategy that caused this huge embarrassment and debacle. And the decision by Judge Reynolds was upheld by the Montana Supreme Court and the United States Supreme Court predictably declined to take up the case. So according to Republican Party leadership, the court system at apparently every single level is rigged against it. That's also horseshit. These are
0: whiny crybabies. So let's take apart the Montana Republican Party leadership's excuses for why their strategy failed. First, we hear from them that they complied with Montana law in the method by which they funded their strategy.
1: No, they didn't. When they developed this Green Party strategy, they failed to recognize that in 2019, the legislature enacted a new law requiring more transparency of anyone seeking to get a minor party on the ballot. Why? Because in 2018, some unnamed and undiscovered group was able to fund signature gathering to get the Green Party on the ballot then. But we never found out who it was behind that effort because we didn't have a law requiring that level of transparency. Well, That changed in 2019 because the legislature did what Montanans have always wanted to have happen, which is to make efforts like getting a minor party on the ballot transparent. Montanans get to know who is
0: behind any political funding efforts. That's part of shining light on darkness, and it's why Montana is such a great state. But apparently, when
1: forming the 2020 strategy, no one in the Republican Party leadership bothered to consult the new campaign finance statutes. So when deploying their strategy, they blatantly violated the most recently enacted 2019 campaign finance laws. And the hypocrisy here is the Republican Party platform is based upon adherence to rule of law. Yet our Montana Republican Party leadership can't even consult the 2019 law that is directly relevant to their Green Party strategy.
0: Next, the Montana Republican Party leadership argues the court system in Montana is rigged against them. Well, even if that were true, wouldn't one of these keen strategists have raised that issue prior to deploying the strategy? because there was no
1: question the strategy would end up in litigation since the same thing occurred in 2018. So knowing that the strategy would end up in litigation, would not you at the very least review the Montana judiciary? And if it was indeed rigged against you, divert from the strategy? I mean, stop. Before you embarrass yourself, waste 150k, piss off a bunch of loyal republicans and undermine Steve Dane's re-election efforts. Wouldn't you stop and think about it? If the judiciary was rigged against Republicans, why would the Republican Party usher in a strategy that was destined for review by the judiciary they think is rigged? The fact is, if you read the 50-page decision by Judge Reynolds, you will see the decision is grounded in Montana statutory and case law. It's not a partisan-based decision, and the reasoning news substantiates long-held Montana values and rights such as the right of petition signers to withdraw their names from a petition they were duped into signing, or that the Secretary of State can't make administrative rules under the cover of darkness and without public input, or that the Secretary of State can't just wing it and come up with an arbitrary process he doesn't even bother to inform the public about. You see, the Secretary of State, without any authority to do so created a gauntlet for petitioners to reason, to rescind their signatures. Yet his self-created gauntlet is not founded anywhere in Montana law and was never disclosed to the public. How do you like that for transparency? And here's what the court said. Quote, the secretary has purported to issue a quote final action on the petition without first announcing his cutoff date or the procedural requirements applicable to withdrawals and without disclosing even to this court, the data underlying his decision, despite knowing that such data was squarely at issue in this litigation. The secretary also announced for the first time during this case that he has a policy forbidding electronic signatures on petition withdrawal forms. He never told anybody what his plan was and what he was going to do with these withdrawal forms. Never bothered to identify it, never told anybody, all under the cover of darkness. So Corey Stapleton can, can just willy-nilly decide whatever he wants to do and assume
0: that it has the power of law. So Corey Stapleton, the Secretary of State, just made up a process that suited him and the Montana Republican Party needs, but failed to tell the public what the process was. Sounds really transparent, doesn't it? Sounds fair, doesn't it? Sounds like a real stand up and admirable thing to do, right? The
1: system wasn't rigged against the Montana Republican Party. The fact is, it was the Montana Republican Party that tried to rig the political system. And virtually every Montana law, legal maxim, public policy and standard supports and mandates transparency to prevent any political party or elected official from rigging the political system. And despite the continued funding of a losing strategy, the district court and the Supreme Court beat the Montana Republican Party over the head with these Montana mandates, as they should have. And to the argument that the Montana Republican Party leadership was just doing the same thing as the Democrats did in 2012, well, that's horseshit, too. The ad buy in 2012 was by a pack. But that PAC wasn't a shell for the Democrat Party to funnel money through. That PAC didn't violate another political party's autonomy and force them to be on a ballot they wanted no participation in. And the ads made clear who was behind the effort. It was distasteful, no question, but it was entirely legal and transparent. So why did the Montana Republican Party deploy this strategy and spend hundreds of thousands of donor dollars in the effort? Because they've lost their way. And they've become intentionally blinded to Montana values and to Republican principles in order to win. But as we've said before, we fear a comeuppance awaits the Montana Republican Party. Because as a former congressman, Trey Gowdy, informs us, winning for the sake of winning is not a great long-term strategy. You have to have some core principles. The Montana Republican Party leadership has forfeited its core principles, behaved in a way that violates the tenets of the Republican Party platform, shunned our Montana values of transparency, accountability and autonomy, and ultimately has harmed the single best and highest ranking candidate it has for elected office in Steve Daines. And Wendy Fredrickson, the Green Party candidate who actually has something to say about Steve Daines' Democrat opponent, Steve Bullock, who she formerly worked for? Well, her voice and her criticisms will never be heard, thanks to the Montana Republican Party leadership. So the irony here is, if Senator Daines loses his seat, he has no one to blame but the Montana Republican Party leadership.
0: You've been listening to the Montana Values Podcast. Consider becoming a sponsor or donor to the show by going to our website, montanavaluespodcast.com. Click the sponsor page to find the donate button. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at mtvalues. Find us on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, PodBay, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Backtracks, and IMDB. What's your favorite Montana value? How do you live it? Write to us. Our email address is Montana Values Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.